0: my name is christiane and you are listening to sit and chat with chris Um, before i start let me go ahead and wish you all a happy new year happy year happy new year it's okay it's a new year and i know it sounds weird we're in march and i'm still wishing you a happy new year well it's my first episode of the year and so yeah i think it's um i should go ahead and wish you a happy year so i hope you guys have a Great year that uh, all the plans that you have, if you've made some, um, get accomplished this year and that you find happiness. You know, just that. Now, you may be wondering why it's taken me long to record um, a- an episode this year since um, since last year. It's been almost four months and um, I have one word for you and it's called depression and also because i've when i looked it up i found some interesting numbers i thought that um it would be fitting to talk about to start to kick the year with that um with that um topic and especially because yesterday was uh, international um women's day and i think you know it's just something to you know to bring up after you know all women have been celebrated which bring me to uh, all the women of the world. I just wanted to know that you are awesome. You were strong. You were just, you know, you. I'm, a, I'm in awe of you and uh, you are loved and your compassion and your kind, your big hearts are seen. Um, I'm thankful for for you out there, for all that you're doing on a regular basis and just keep on doing it, keep the, the head, Held high and just, you know, keep on rocking women and yeah, that's it. Um, (laughs) I just, you know, thought that I should, you know, anyway, um, just let's start with some facts. Do you guys know that in the U S about 15 million people have depression each year? And do you know that in that number, most of them are women? I think that's pretty wow you know it's pretty interesting and then was is close to two-thirds do not get help they need now I looked it up and I just we really don't want to get into that the reason why those two-thirds do not get the help they need because it's a different topic that I think will come up in my future in the next in um, the upcoming episodes so I would just leave it there I leave that fact there but also I mean it's a sad fact it's a sad fact but even sadder is that one woman out of four is likely to experience to experience experience an episode of major depression at some point in their life like it's like it's going to happen like my apartment is just doing some wild stuff noise it's anyway anyway i think that it's pretty crazy that you know one out of four wow like it brings even the urge to talk about it to talk about that topic because i think um it should be talked about it's um something that people should be aware of and when i'm talking about people i'm not talking about only the us because the numbers that are plugged out are the are the numbers in the us and if i'm trying to go by country or go by continent I found out that there are some continent and some can I mean there's some countries out there that the numbers are not really reflecting the reality or even worse there are some countries out there that they are there is no number for that for, to reflect the um, depression it doesn't mean that there is no depression that people do not suffer depression it just means that it's not recorded it's not a, it, it's not a top um, a topic that is well known well talked about. So, I think, and and when I talk about those countries, I'm thinking about my own country, not saying that there's no numbers in Cameroon uh, or in Senegal. I just mean that it's a topic that is a little taboo, that's still taboo there because everything mental health related is a little bit like, oh, the people are not very comfortable talking about it. Um, and I just wonder why. And I think it's, you know, we should raise awareness of that. Um, Now, you know, why, um, what brought me to um, talk about depression today? I will go about my own um, recent experience. Um, I have uh, gone through like like an episode the past couple, the past few months, and I can't really pinpoint when it started, I just can't figure out when I was made aware of the fact that I might be suffering depression, for the first time, that was um, the last week of December, I was um, attending um, a conference with uh, Bridges International. Uh, Bridges International is a campus, it's a Christian uh, ministry that works many, mainly with international students on campus. And so every year at the end of the year, they have a vision conference where you have like, you have a lot, like I think maybe close to thousands of students uh, get together and um, it's all about like some of them are seeking their faith and just you know it's a it's a Christian um ministry and it's pretty cool. I uh, I've enjoyed being um, part of the conference every year and so I decided to join them um for twenty for the vision twenty twenty, and um one of the top it was where it went where we talked about science and faith. Uh, but something that i really that really marked me was when they start talking about mental health because you know it's well known that a lot of international students are not don't really know really little about uh mental health it's not something that we consider you know thinking about like you you tell someone that oh i have to go to see my um i have to go see a professional my doctor for because i have like this mental issue people are going to look if you come from cameroon or senegal people are going to look at you like okay uh well i don't know what they're talking about you know it's if they don't make fun of you or if they don't look at you like you're a little weird they're going to look at you like yeah i don't know like you come from a different world um, so I just feel like um, in this episode, I want to bring that up because, as I pointed out earlier, depression seems to be to be, a, women seem to be affected more the most with depression, and um, I think you know, women in in our cultures back home, you know, um, not you know because of already the nature of our culture back home. It's one more thing that they have to um, fight against. And so um, I want to bring awareness just as a means to um, to help women the world over, especially um, in um, my country, in my continent. Um, now, um, so that, going go to that, talking about that during the conference, um, I had to take a quiz about just answering simple questions, you know, very simple questions, and I had to score. Now, my score fell under the range, it was under a certain range, and when I, the, I checked the result, it said that I had depression. I thought, I thought nothing of it. I thought, okay, I have depression. It was really, it didn't make sense to me because I I thought about my life and I'm thinking, oh, I'm happy, or oh, I think I'm happy. I have a job, I have food, I have a, I have a you know an apartment, I have a car that runs I have things I don't really have anything to be depressed about you know um, the, it's not it's not true I did I just deny that test I'm like I'm not I'm not depressed it's, it's, it's impossible I'm a I'm a happy person like I'm always laughing almost always well always smiling making other people laugh I'm a happy person I'm bubbly why would I be depressed? How is that even possible? It's numb, that test doesn't know what it's talking about. It's just, you know, I didn't. Um, but, and I just neglected the test and I left it there and I don't, you know, kind of lost track of it. Until, uh, I think it was early February this year. I was just working, again in my apartment and deflecting whether to go back to sleep or something. Um, you know i checked and then i came up up upon the the paper the tech the, the test that i had taken and the results still shocked me I'm like oh, you said i'm depressed how and so what i did was i i began to do what i i like to do best Um, began to do some research on the condition so i'm like what is it even uh, depression how can someone say that they're depressed why what is it how how what are the symptoms you know and so and how, is there like a test or something so I started looking up and I found a couple of websites that listed out like some of the symptoms that um, of depression and um, some people will actually tell you like, do you fit these or three ki- criteria these four five six or ten criteria if yes then you know you're likely to be depressed or something and so I looked at the questions again and i realized that that was actually the question the answer that i gave were honest and they were true and because those and i couldn't honestly deny the fact that something wasn't right because i had stopped exercising i had stopped going out with friends i had stopped you know i had you know stopped doing things that i usually do on a regular basis things that i like i usually enjoy doing like writing reading a book um, playing the guitar or learning to play the u- ukulele these little things that i like to do or um things that i like using my brain for some new project a personal project i have stopped doing that but most importantly i had started to feel a little bit like lazy but i used but i call it like just i'm just a little bit under uh, I just, i'm just having a little blues like you know kind of feeling a little under the weather, I'll be fine tomorrow. I kept saying that to myself, like, I will be fine tomorrow. I will be fine tomorrow. But tomorrow didn't come. I just kept feeling more and more tired. Um, Where I used to, like, sleep, my routine is to sleep between 6 and 8 hours, you know, sometimes I would end up, like, going to bed at 7 p.m. and wake up the next morning at 7 a.m. or sometimes 8 a.m. and I still feel tired That still feel like oh I am not ready for the day uh, just just little things but when I go out when I will go to walk and people will see me I will still put the I know I would put like the, the smile and it felt like a burden to even be smiling at people and it was more like um, I had like a, a mask on just smiling being a happy person while the reality was I was just feeling tired all the time you know um, and so I looked it up and I um i thought well i probably need to look into this to like before i get into depression like again I, w- I get way over my head and i will i won't be able to help myself or i will need some um serious intervention or something um and so yeah that's when i i looked it up i looked up the depression and what causes it and all that um now, before I even carry on, like what really is the things that you need to know about depression and how to know that you're depressed and how to go about um, fighting your way out of it, I'd just like to point out that you cannot just really snap out of depression. Like I said earlier, it's, it just sneaks up on you. And and so you really can, just because it does that, and it's, it can be a gradual um. um advance and gradu- gradual progress, you cannot just say, okay, I'm depressed today and tomorrow you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm not depressed anymore. Um, if that happens to you on a regular basis, you're more likely to be on denial. And which is what I was for months until I just read to point where I felt like I really needed, I couldn't go, The de- I couldn't do this dance. In in my country, there's a really sp- like special dance where you do one step forward and then one step backward um, one step forward and one step backward and it seems like you you're moving but you're not really going anywhere so uh, you don't want to do that dance um so um uh, so also people like i said um yeah it's a uh, so uh, anyway here the thing to know about depression a few things one It's a real medical condition. And I really want to emphasize the fact that it's a real medical condition because I believe that by knowing that it's a medical condition, we are aware aware that it's not a taboo topic anymore. We remove, and then we also remove that shame because I know in certain countries, the world, and I'm thinking of my countries, both countries, I'm thinking of my countries and I'm thinking that the... You know when someone wakes goes and tell their f- family that i am depressed they will look at them like if you're in senegal they were like that tobab thing that you bring here get out of here get out of my face with that tobab thing tubab meaning white you know <laughs> it just and it's i'm not trying it just means that it's not something that is um especially mental health so anything mental health related is pretty much a taboo issue and not a lot of people are aware that it's a reality though those are conditions real medical conditions and so depression when you say that you're depressed people look at you and they just you know they won't really see the fact that you're suffering they will just think of you as like as if you're coming from a different world they won't understand you and just because a lot and that is just because a lot of people are not aware of it and so by talking about it i'm hoping to raise awareness um in remote places in places like in countries um you know from where i come from i just want to raise the awareness that if you think that you're depressed it's not something to be ashamed of it's a medical condition that um you know you can seek help from that seeking help professional help does not mean that you're weak on the contrary it means that you have a strong will and you want to get better second thing it affects people differently also it affects people regardless of like your race of your socio-economic class or you know of where you come from so it affects almost everyone can be affected by depression. And it affects people differently. The symptoms changes from one person to another. Some people can suffer mild depression while other people suffer, suffer severe um, 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 episode of depression. severe So severe that it can lead to um, suicide. So I want us to be aware of it. You know, if someone, if you have someone who, uh, you don't realize that they are depressed and tomorrow and after tomorrow they kill themselves, don't, you know, I think we, we need to think about it. You know, there, uh, there is a way to, you know, we can avoid that. And once we're aware of the depression aspect of uh, the depression um, state someone is, we can, you know, help them. Um, the third thing is it can sneak. I already thought about it. I say that it can sneak up on you and it can last for, you know, it can last for a short time, but it can also like for a pretty long time. It can last for years if it's unchecked um another thing is it, co- it can cause physical and civic physical health that da- health damages and i'm thinking about um you know suppose like how i talked about like the, um, the condition can present itself in a different way some people can just have like mental you know um and my mental can just display mental effect some other people can have physical crumbling effect like you can have severe cramps you can have really you can feel pain um, And we're talking about physical damages is also like that can lead up to suicide people cut themselves, you know that type of things but also the most important part of to know about depression is that it can be treated and um, there's no shame in having in being depressed and there's a solution and um, I also want to point out that for, especially for women, there are different types of depression. There is, um, you know, um, one of the most common, I think most women will, will agree with me out there that, um, when you talk about, if I, if I say the word, if I say PMS, you know, PMS, a lot of, we all know, we all know, it's this, it stands for premenstrual syndrome. Um, and it's just really when you feel moody, you have like, you know, you have all these change, hormones, flux, you know, fluctuation where you can feel irritated, you can feel sad and some, you know, it, it's today you feel sad, tomorrow you're, incre- you're happy, tomorrow, you know, it's just that. But people do get depressed during those times and it happened to me. You know, and I'm aware. I'm well aware because it happens so frequently and and pretty regularly. PMS tend to happen on a regular basis, like every month, and so we as women are pretty much aware of what happened. Usually, if I'm living with my family or my friends, I will let them know that hey, I might be a little moody or I might be a little depressed the upcoming days. You know, this is you know, and some people know how to. Manage it. This, some friends are really awesome out there. They manage it very well. So there's that, but then there's a case where it gets a little bit, um, it gets a little bit uh, severe, where PMS just turns into something really severe, and then it just and that it's and that's when it's called premenstrual dysphoric disorder. It's pretty. It's It's like really PMS gone bad. You know, and I'm thinking, um, and in a lot of cases, people do need professional help. People do get anti-depression on that. So there's that, and then there is a perinatal depression. Now, I was somewhat aware of this type of depression because I have I have friends that and I've met women that, um, that's, um, they've had children and they've talked about it. But I've mostly heard of the post postpartum depression, which happens after you deliver the baby, and I mostly understand it because on the biological side uh, the side of the things, I know that there's like there's a major hormonal drop that happens after you deliver the baby. It's kind of like a crash, and oh crash, and yeah, that can cause. I can I understand that part. I just was not aware of. Uh, of the fact that people can ex- women can experience depression before which is called pre prenatal um before they give birth and so now the combination of pre and post um of those depression is called perinatal that means it happened around you know around the time of child childbirth. so it's like before during after I hope not during, because can you imagine you're giving birth and you're having a depression? You're being depressed. Good Lord, what are we living? What are we suffering? Um, <laughs> I hope it doesn't happen to any woman out there. But if it does happen to you, I am so sorry. Really sorry. This is not fun. Um, and so the perinatal depression can be very bad because it can affect the mother, but it can also affect the, the, the child, you know um you know just it can and it can affect both of them not only mentally but physically so mostly physically um so or mentally for the woman so you have to be careful about that so that's what one thing i wanted to point it out the second one that i wanted to point out the third one to be honest is the perimenopausal depression i vaguely remember reading about that when i was um, in med school in senegal and um, it was something that I've always found curious, but also I understand because, again, you have a hormonal change. You have a major hormonal change. Basically, every time you will have a major hormonal change in a human body, you, know, you, you have to look for depression. That's something that I remember one of my professors back in medical school told me that once, I think. I don't remember the name of the professor. It doesn't matter. Let's continue with what we're, we're talking about. So, how do you know that you are depressed? It's not easy. Like I said, I took a quiz. And even when I took the quiz, I still refused to accept it. And it, was, it wasn't it was until I ran into the quiz again, I did some digging, I did some research that I kind of I thought that, okay, I might be a little depressed. Maybe, you know, and I did a self-reflection. I'm like, okay, maybe I might be depressed and maybe there's a way to fix it so i pull up three or four websites, compare the symptoms signs and symptoms and turns out they all have they're pretty similar so you have things like persistent sadness anxiety you have that empty mood where you're feeling like you're feeling empty i think that's the the, the worst feeling to be honest feeling empty you feel like your life is not going anywhere or you know that you're not worthy that you're like, you have the pessimistic pessimistic thought, um, you're feeling hopeless, you get irrit- You like there's irritability, feeling of guilt, again, hopelessness and all that. You have that decreased energy of fatigue that also when you just start falling asleep all the time, you just, you just don't have any energy to do anything. You don't want to dress up, you don't want to go out, all that type of things. You have difficulty sleeping that also affected me um i think it was throughout the month of december and beginning of january i had trouble sleeping so i would have bouts of like different type of um sleep uh, um i forgot the name the medical sorry the medical term but sleep issues like sometimes i would sleep and i would just keep on sleeping and i wouldn't want to wake up and then there's some days where i just could not sleep i would try to sleep but it's just like I had some sort of nightmare or something where I'll just maybe manage to have like an hour of sleep. Um, so you have that, um, you know, and you have like you lost, lost of interest or pleasure in hobbies and activities. That happened to me. Didn't want to do anything that I like to do. Didn't even like to do cooking. Like I love food, but I didn't want to cook. Uh, move slowly, talk more, talking slowly feeling restless and having or having trouble uh, sitting still i don't know about that i don't think i have experienced that difficulty concentrating remembering or making decision concentrating definitely affected me i couldn't um sometimes i would feel like okay i will pick up a i will have an assignment at work and it would take me forever to even focus on that assignment um there is also change in appetite or weight Definitely changing appetite of me, Weight, yeah, my waistline, you know, took a toll. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get it, it's okay. It's not very bad, just like, you know. Um, definitely changing appetite because there was some time where I really didn't want to eat. And there was some time where I just wanted to eat comfort food. You know, like, I would just buy junk food, all that thing. Or not really, you know, things that I really didn't need. Um, thought of death or suicide or suicide attempt thank goodness this did not happen to me I did not think of dying or killing myself or something but I know it happened to people out there you have aches pain headache cramps digestive problem without a clear physical cause that do not ease even with treatment I did have some of those I would have um, and it was mostly my digestive I would have like a um, Abdominal cramps, and I couldn't explain any of those. I it wasn't like I first thought that I had for two weeks, I thought I had food poisoning, but then I did not eat anything outside of my apartment. Um, I even changed the diet, so it was really interesting. It just came out of nowhere, and um, I think that's maybe what created my the fact that I stopped eating after a while. But yeah, it is that that happened, um, so just watch out for those. Uh, if you're experiencing any of these symptoms, watch out for those. Um, now, um, comes to the question, how can you fight depression on your own before you seek medical help? Now, before I answer that question, i like to point out that medical help, is highly recommended if you feel like you're having you depressed or you know someone that has that might be going through depression medical help is highly recommended i would definitely um recommend you to like to go and talk to a professional um they know what they're doing they were trained for that they were to school for that you know so yeah and they are very reliable some people some um you know, so, um, yeah, just do that. Also, if you are under anti-depression, you know, and, but you feel like you want to get out of that, out of it, and you want to try to follow different techniques, bef- you know, before you carry on your anti-depression, I would not recommend you to drop off of your, to, to stop taking your medication without talking to your, um, to your doctor, you know? So just go talk to the doctor, and they, you know, they are better trained and they will be the best person to advise you on what, on, on what to do. I cannot um, tell you not to take any medication because if you need it, if, they gi- if they've if they given it to you, you must be needing it. And that's something that is not necessarily bad for you. It's not bad for you at, at all. So do not follow this technique and you can follow this technique, but do not, if you're on medication, do not... Um, um. Do not stop your medication. Keep on taking it. I'm um, taking them and um and talk to your doctor. So, um the list the list of the, the practical ways to, to you know you can use to um fight depression. I pull out that list from the Intermountain Healthcare website. So almost all. Most, all or most of what i'm going to say definitely the five the seven um points i'm going to list out are from that website you can find more by going to the website or just calling or just trying to contact somebody from the intermountain healthcare website this i'm using i'm talking i'm referring this um this because it's helped me and i'm still following it and it's something that i think is pretty simple to follow and anyone can do it so um how and you fight depression on your own before you seek medical help. First, you have to find small ways to be um, to be of service to others. And I found it very helpful because uh, the focus is not on me, but on others. I think, I, I think it's easier for me to enjoy doing something when the focus is not on me. And the more I enjoy it, the more I want to do it. And so the more I get into it, and you know, and the, and the and the more I get out of my somber state, so it's almost like by shifting the focus from myself to other people, I kind of like shift myself out of um, the out of like a depressive state. So, uh, one of the the so that's number one recommendation from that from the Intermountain Healthcare website, and they say that you know, it's um doing this mainly is mainly to help to. Um, you're doing this mainly so you serve something larger than yourself and by by larger you know it doesn't mean some that the service has to be big you know it just means that you're doing something and that's what count and and then I'm just gonna pull out this quote from Mah- uh, Mahatma Gandhi It says that the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. So I think that's pretty really great. So think about it and just go for it. And this number two is find walkable goals that gives you a sense of accomplishment. And you know, walking is it's almost like taking small steps. So you know, start small and don't overthink. Look around you and you'll see it. Um, I'm from for myself, for me, what helped was just looking in my apartment and seeing things that I could do. For like, I would take like daily goals like today by the end of the day I want to be able to do this um, I'll probably look at my apartment and say oh what about if today I'll take out all my clothes for my apartment and rearrange them by the end of the day you know so that they look nicer and tomorrow I'm gonna rearrange the kitchen or you know the, the, the day after tomorrow is the living room I'm going to rede- redecorate. so small goals um, they just keep you busy um, so i just did that um um that really you know make and something that you have to make sure is that the goal is something that you can control it's not too overwhelming and it's realistic for you and also that it's measurable so don't pick out like big goals that by thinking even by thinking about it you already feel like you 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 already feel like you want to give up no start small number three schedule pleasant activities or event now i know that with the pandemic you struggle so you might have to think a a little bit on this one um but again don't overthink you know you can go on the internet There are some amazing ways online that people came up with that will help you do something find ways or activities to do online or with your friends um i remember with some of my friends we had like a zoom call and where we spend the night, like, not the entire night, but sometimes just playing games, and it was really interesting, because I learned, I wasn't very good at the game, but just being with community, and just playing those games helped, Um, it was pretty fun, and uh, something that I did, on Valentine's Day, especially because I knew that the day would be like, you know, really highly publicized and advertised, and everyone would be outside, and I felt like, it would add a toll to myself as to my depressive state so i wanted to get out of that so what i, I did I, I took myself out to dinner i went and decided that you know i'm just going to go out i don't need to have to be with someone i just want to go out and enjoy some good meal some good food and i was craving for french food so i found this french restaurant in washington dc and i went and i ate and the food was amazing really good um, and the restaurant, if you're curious and you're in Washington DC, you're wondering where, what's that the restaurant, the name of the restaurant is called Bisto Jukwen. It's really good and I loved it. Um, so that's what I did. I went home, my tummy was really full and I was really happy, you know, so that's one thing. Um, but yeah, uh, if you don't want to go out, like I said, there are plenty of like COVID, f- there are. Plenty of COVID mindful ideas on the internet for you to pick. Just Google it and you're going to find it and give it a try. Number four, stay in the present. This is so that you don't remain in your own head in self-judgment. So if you're hanging out with a friend, be there, listen to them, be in the moment. Do not be in your head thinking about what you're saying that is wrong, what you're saying. You know, self-judging, like reprimanding yourself. Do not do that. Be in tune with what's happening around you at that time. Um, you know, do not try to think too much of about what you you know what you should be saying. Now, just go ahead and enjoy the time. Be in the moment. Number five, exercise and get and eat right. So now this is this right here was the hardest part for me because it was cold, it was snowing and I do not exercise outside in the cold, in the rain, because then I get sick, like physically sick. So it was pretty hard, but um, it's very important. And so I had gotten like, it had gotten to the point where I was too lazy and too, it was too cold outside for me to go exercise and I didn't want to cook. So I said, okay, I started thinking about like something that I, for my country that I really wanted to eat and you know it was like I couldn't order it on uber eat because obviously it wasn't there but I said well I can make it so I decided I would go I was gonna make it I was gonna cook it so I made it but it took me so long to make it that it took my 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 energy was gone and I felt like okay um but I was happy to make it to finally have it and I said okay I'm gonna do like a happy dance you know I don't know it just a happy dance pop and I did So the happy dance was just to dance for five minutes and then eat. Because I was happy that I had the food, you know, just cooking it helped me. And the happy dance that was supposed to be five minutes turned into like a 30-minute Zumba in my living room. And after that, I was all sweating and all thirsty and more and even hungry. So I ate, I enjoyed my food. After I did some exercise. So, you know, that was that helped, and I thought it was really a good thing to do good trick. So I started doing it on a regular basis tomorrow. I said, okay, I'm gonna do again 20 minute dancing that turned into like 40 minutes dancing and then it you know That type of things and it helped the next thing I knew I was stepping outside of my apartment walking for like 20 minutes listening to some good African music out there. Shout out to African music. yay! It was really good <laughs> um and yeah so that's how it helped me and so but you have to keep it consistent exercise and eat right you know um yeah that's a really good thing uh, and do not give up if it feel hard it's okay slow down but don't give up um number six focus on people who lift you up now this is very important because sometimes most of the time when we feel depressed we feel like we need to isolate we want to stay out alone we want to isolate ourselves okay it's something good sometimes to sit and reflect but sometimes you need to be with people that um lift you up and so if you find yourself those members of family those friends those you know those partners that will bring out the best in you they will just like lift you up when, and because the way i see it, like they encourage you when you need it they help push you when you are stuck and they are the ones to give you energy when you feel low. So, you know, just kind of like feed off of them. You know, it's, it's, it sounds really creepy, but, you know, it's, you know what I mean. It's, it's feasible and it's really good. And last but not least, try to keep a regular sleep schedule. Now, if, you, if you're in uh, like a college student keeping a regular schedule doesn't we? It's not easy because we like that or we like those all nighter we like those midnight oil burn we, we like to burn those midnight oil you know you just stay there and you know no. but no sleep is important it's um and it's healthy for your mental not only mental health but physical health so do not abuse it so and do not underestimate sleep um so um staying up late when your brain is tired is just it's a sure way to feed your depression i took that sentence directly from the um intermountain healthcare website that's what they say it. and actually it makes sense because you when you sleep when you stay up late you sometimes you know there's nothing to do at night you just think of start having such dark thoughts and it just get worse and worse so no just get a good night of sleep and wake up tomorrow feeling better you know, feeling good. Um, it's also not recommended to try to solve problems at night. Your brain is half asleep. And so if your brain is, is half asleep, you're not going to be able to solve the issue. And when you don't solve the issue, you start feeling uh, less worthy and just having all these dark thoughts coming up in your mind. You don't want that. If you have an issue, a problem that you want to solve and you're tired, go to sleep and then you wake up possibly finding uh, with a solution in, in, in your head. Um, so those were ways, practical ways to fight depression. And, uh, um, and I hope that uh, as you go about your day, tomorrow or today or tonight or this week, you know a little bit more about depression and you know that it's not something to be ashamed of, it's something that you can fight. Uh, and so I encourage you to seek help if you think that you don't, you, you need it. But also, if you have any question or any comment, you can comment on the on below on the on this, and I'll sh- I'll be sure to um, get back to you. Um, thank you for listening, and you were listening to to sit and chat with Chris and my name is Christian. I will see you on the next.